In the care of the Museum of Applied Arts and Sciences is the Sydney Observatory. A feature of the observatory is the time ball, which is seen to drop precisely at 1pm every day. The time ball was installed in the colony of New South Wales' new observatory in 1858. It is perhaps not widely known that the time ball and the establishment of an accurate time marker was the prime purpose of the observatory, and it played a crucial part in safe international maritime transport. It is also not well known that the Customs House in Newcastle has a time ball, which was originally triggered via an electrical connection from Sydney Observatory. This image of Newcastle Harbour, taken at about 1900, shows the Customs House and time ball and a sailing ship of the day. Sailors for centuries had been able to determine their latitude, that is their position north or south of the equator, However, they had no accurate way of determining their longitude or their position east or west around the globe. They could measure their speed using a towed log and then figure out how far they had travelled from a known point. Not a very accurate measure at all. In 1707, there were four British warships that ran aground off the Scilly Isles with a loss of over 2,000 lives. And following this, in 1714... In the reign of Queen Anne, Parliament passed the Longitude Act, offering a prize of £20,000 for a method of determining longitude to an accuracy of half a degree. After much argument with other astronomers, a watchmaker named John Harrison succeeded in developing a very stable clock or chronometer, which could be carried on ships and showed the simplest way of Determining longitude was to use time, reference to a known position. And subsequent to that, zero degrees of longitude was established as the line of longitude passing through the Royal Observatory at Greenwich in England. You may now guess how the time ball came into play. The observatory is located on a hill and before present-day development, it could be seen from ships throughout the harbour, allowing navigators to check their chronometers. The observatory was able to check its own clocks by means of a transit telescope, which allowed the precise time of stars passing overhead to be observed. So you see, the observatory was not primarily set up just to gaze at the stars. It had a practical function to ensure the safety of transport at sea. Its use persisted well into the 20th century until its use was supplanted by radio time signals. GPS has now taken over though its accuracy still depends on accurate timing of radio signals from the satellites. It's all about time.